Powered by Tidal Health and produced by me, Tony Weig, with expertise from Dr. Chris Snyder. We present Dr. Taboo. All right, cool. That was good. Um, good to see you again, man. It's been a long time. Yeah. Uh, I know. It's been like two minutes since our last episode. It's pretty crazy how this happens in the yeah. podcast world. Yes. <laughs> All right, here we are with the uh, um, an interesting topic today. And some people go through it at night. Some people wake up with it in the morning. We call it excessive drooling. And I know it's happened to me. Yeah. It's weird. You don't know what's happening. You wake up and it's there. Anyway, same doctor, different topic, same intro music. Here we are with Dr. Taboo in three, two, one, Taboo. Good to be back. Good to see you, man. Um, lots of things happening in your world. All good? All good. That's good. That's what I want to hear. Drool- All right. Drooling over it. Today. <laughs> Hypersalivation. I read a new word today. It's called sialuria. Yeah, look at that. You got big words. So talk to us about what this is. Sometimes you wake up in the morning and there's some liquid on the pillow or down your face. Yeah, only if you have to, you got to spell it. It happens to my daughters. You got to spell it first. Okay. Hypersalivation or sialuria? (laughs) Sialuria. Uh, S-I-A-L-O-R-R. It's up on your board. (laughs) H-E-A. That is the magic of podcast land. All right. All seriousness aside. um, So excessive drooling, um, there's a lot of reasons that can occur. Um, You know, usually nocturnal, it's because you get your mouth open and you're breathing heavy and you have these little glands all around your jaw, up in your face and, and into the back of your nose that create saliva. So you're create gallons a day. Uh, Saliva has a purpose. And what do you think that is? Guess what? When you eat, you salivate. Does it have to do with breaking down the food that's in your mouth? Man, I'm telling you, we got him a degree. It's almost like I paid attention in biology. Absolutely, he did. So there's all sorts of enzymes, plus the liquid, plus the mastication. By the way, that's chewing. Chewing, yeah. You want it? So mastication. Mm -hmm. Um, So between those things, it's a digestive function, um, and it really nutritionally starts the whole process of you getting nutrients. So salivation is a normal process when you eat. Um, you can dream about eating and salivate. Um, you can have excessive dreams. So anytime you have a, a idea of, of drinking something too, you can salivate. Hunger drives salivation. So all of those elements psychologically get the, get the ball rolling. But um, when it's excessive, it can be from pharmaceuticals. Um, and you can also have glandular problems. So you can have stones. You've heard of kidney stones, right? Yes. They hurt like hell. Well, mm. guess what? You can have salivary glands and you can get a stone in there. Um, so, and pain? Get, Is there pain with that? Absolutely. Pain, swelling, redness, and they can get infected too. So it can get pretty nasty. Um, but they can cause excessive drooling. If you're having trouble swallowing, that can cause excessive drooling because guess where saliva goes? Into your stomach. And if yes. it's going into your stomach uh, or if it's not going in your stomach, uh, when you're older, for example, you got a 65-year-old smoker who, who really is having trouble with what's called dysphagia or swallowing. Um, sometimes they'll present with, boy, I just can't swallow and I'm drooling all the time. A lot of that's because they have hunger and they may have a tumor in their esophagus. So. They can't bypass that. So a lot of different reasons why. Um, all I can tell you is usually in young kids during sleep, it's normal. So you don't have to worry about your kids, Tony. Um, <laughs> and I don't know if it's yourself. happened to me in years. I don't even remember the last yeah. time it happened. However, normally it's when a nap is happening. It might be. I don't know. Maybe you're hungry. Who knows? Yeah. 
Interesting. So when is it a problem? When do you need to sort of get it checked out and figure out what's going on? So, yeah, again, I think once you get pain and swelling, you're having difficulty swallowing, those things are all relative. Um, I, you know, excessive drooling, I'm not sure, is a big concern unless you're on pharmaceuticals. There are certain psychometric drugs, psychotropic drugs that cause it. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, again, if you're on pharmaceuticals, absolutely tell your doc about it because there may be a way we can manipulate it. A lot of times we'll have to call the pharmacist and, and and see if it's one of the risk factors with it. Excellent. So it's really just sort of a, a hygiene, a sort of a personal problem. It's it sure is. Not yeah. necessarily a medical problem that you right. need to. Right. Interesting. And dry mouth is too, by the way, which is the the, uh, the inverse of that. Yes. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about the inverse. So it's again, uh, pharmaceuticals probably number one, and then there's some folks who have poor. Um, or again, hygiene. They they don't produce enough saliva. They have difficulty eating and swallowing. Also, smokers are notorious for it. So if you smoke, it's going to dry out your saliva. Your glands are going to contract and tighten. So the normal process of your salivation goes away. So, um, and then you can have stones again um, and other things that can cause some dry mouth too. So, um, dry mouth is not really good for your teeth either. That's a real it's bad not, bed for yeah, creating germ right. creation. And hydration, I mean, I, again, that's probably the most common cause. So especially if you know, go on a binger, you wake up in the morning, you got, you know, feel like the Sahara Desert in your mouth. <laughs> um, you know, clearly when you have excessive fluid loss, dry mouth is one of the things we look for in cases where people present septic, they present with dry mouth. It's a sign of dehydration too. So, so those are all pretty simple things to fix. But, you know, again, dry mouth, you can get it from pharmaceuticals like amitriptyline and again a lot of the uh, um, um, depression type medications will cause dry mouth so check your meds out um, and if it's persistent um, you know again any ulcerations that occur in your mouth uh, any type of um, discoloration of your gums those things are really important to follow up with your primary dentist on excellent well i learned a lot today there you go i didn't realize there was all that stuff going on with saliva in your mouth yeah, it's, it's pretty a, cool. Pretty important part because I like eating. Frankly. So are there microbes that are up here talking to the microbes that are down in your stomach? They are. And Mother Nature controls that too. It's kind wow. of cool, except when it gets screwed up. So if we take too many antibiotics, it can create dry mouth and cause drooling and cause all sorts of problems. So you got to remember, your Mother Nature gave you a natural digestive process that uses bacteria and, and all sorts of other uh, um, infectious disease type things to help break down food. Um, and that helps you in your digestive process. And it starts from your lips and it comes out the other end eventually. <laughs> and we covered that in another episode. Well, look, man, great to have you again. Good to see you. Good salivating. Uh, good salivating with you. I look forward to there the next topic, I guess. Guys, thanks again. We'll see you next topic. Peace. And if it's yucky enough, we'll be talking about it in a future episode. Thanks again. No matter the health topic, if it makes you squirm, Dr. Snyder has likely treated it. Listen in each week as he and I tackle a new yucky topic, one that you are probably too embarrassed to ask your own doctor about.